In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Ooh, hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today is a very anxiety inducing episode for me. Oh, We're yeah. talking about all things vaping. Why are you anxious? I'm anxious because, <laughs> okay, well, here's a little background info. Okay. I am a vapor. I've been a vapor for a couple years. And I'll, I mm-hmm. mean, we'll get into our germs with the vape. Oh, God, but not the germ. My family does not know that I'm a vapor. Ooh. And I'm actually, we're recording remotely today. I'm actually visiting mm-hmm. family in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. And every time I visit family, or even if I'm around family for a day, it becomes very apparent to me how addicted I am to this thing because I have to hide it. Mm. Nobody knows that I'm a vapor. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I mean, I've gotten like really expertly good at hiding it. I went to Sedona yesterday with my sister and it's a two hour drive from here. And normally when I drive or when I'm on a road trip, I really do rip the vape. It's kind of like my version of having coffee to drink while I drive. Yeah, And I couldn't vape the entire time. And then when we got to Sedona, we're going on this Jeep tour Mm -hmm. and my nephews are there. My sister's there. It's a three hour tour, a three hour tour. And (laughs) I wasn't able to vape the entire time. So, you know, I'm ducking into bushes. Yeah. We go to lunch after I'm ducking into the bathroom and I really, really want to quit. I've expressed this to you before. Yeah. But it's really hard because it's gotten to the point where I'm so much more addicted than I even thought that I would be when I started. Yeah. That's really interesting. What um, what do you think will happen if they listen to this episode? Well, that's the thing. They're going to listen. That's why you're anxious. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm anxious. Hi, family. She vapes. A lot of us do it. We understand that you're mad. My family hates that I do it. Really? Do you, so you do it in front of them? Yeah, I used to do this thing at dinners, like if we were out or like even at home or whatever. Like usually at home, you can go into another room. But if you're at a restaurant, I would like take it out and if I had nowhere to go like if the bathroom's too far or whatever you just like need that little hit I would like lean into my sister and like nuzzle her and smoke behind her back and then that's we would pre- bold Remy I know and then we pretend that we're like laughing and I like blow it down into my lap <laughs> okay 
It's bad. This is another thing. And I've learned this from hanging out around people who vape. And I've picked up some really bad habits. There are sneaky ways that you can do it in public. So here's my thing. Mm -hmm. I've always... I've always felt like vaping is fairly okay. You know, I I don't see myself becoming a lifelong vapor or, you know, I I don't plan on being a mother who vapes, you know. I mean, at this rate, though. At this rate, it it could happen. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it can't happen. But, you know, I've always had a very firm stance that it's clearly not as harmful as smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah, me secondhand vaping isn't as bad in a restaurant, but like uh, we have people that really get mad at me for doing it in those space. Like they're like, that is bad. Well, here's the thing. We don't have enough information to know long-term effects of vaping mm-hmm. because it just hasn't been around that long. So, you know, I, I know a few years ago there was... um some controversy around it because weed vapes were being cut with vitamin E oil and that actually killed a few people. But I think that uh, there was misinformation that vaping could actually kill you. So this misinformation has been spread around a lot. But I think mm-hmm. in reality, we just don't know the long-term effects. I do think we know that they're, they must be a little bad because I can tell from my short-term effects of vaping that like, I don't feel good when I vape. Like, so this is where I'm at right now. Like I started vaping. I, I don't, did you smoke cigarettes ever? No. Okay. I've never smoked cigarettes. Yeah. I smoked one cigarette in the seventh grade and it was so disgusting. Uh I never had the desire to smoke cigarettes again. But I know that you were a smoker. Well, I wasn't like a smoker smoker. I think the most I ever smoked is like I I bought like a few packs in high school or whatever to like be a smoker or whatever. But it was very like forced. And then I would usually just like smoke something socially maybe – Like if you're drinking and out like and other people are smoking, like I would take like a a drag or whatever. I think when I first got my my first solo apartment, I bought a case or like a pack just for other people. Like if people were to come over and like, oh, that's funny, you know, for entertaining. Yeah. And then I ended up smoking it myself as well. But mostly it was just like bumming it from other people. And then that's how my vaping started, too, is other people swapped out their cigarettes and they swapped in their vapes and their jewels and um, air bars, any kind of vape. Like I, I would sample all of them out. And anyway, what I was saying before is every time I reach for my vape, it makes me feel bad. Like I like not reaching for it. It's like I'll I'll smoke the thing and then I immediately like have a stomach ache or like immediately my, my head is lightheaded or something like that. Like. Or I feel more jittery. Like there are a lot of times that Ben and I will, he'll he'll suck my vape and then be like, why did I do that? Or like, <laughs> I'll go to do it and he'll be like, you don't want that. I'm like, I don't want that. Um, as I'm literally sucking it dry right now, this thing you can see, Emily, but the listeners can't. This thing is dead, but I'm still sucking on it. Oh, yeah. It's blinking red. Right. Because I'm like, I can still get like a little, little poof out of there. So for you, do you think it's an oral fixation? A hundred percent. I think it's mouth stimming. See, that's so interesting. I mean, I do. I I think I have a little bit of that too. 
Yeah. But I also think I am p- very addicted to the nicotine at this point. So when was the first time, do you remember the first time you actually tried it? Mm-mm. Do you know about how many years ago? I don't, whenever they came out. When did vapes come out? Let's look it up. They've been out for a while, but I, I would say they haven't been mainstream for that long. I started like early, early days, 2019. And I started because my boyfriend, Andy, uh-huh. is a vapor. Okay. He used to be a smoker when he was in college, but he quit. And this is the intended purpose of the vape, I believe. The original intended purpose was for people who wanted to quit smoking. Yeah, yeah. So that's how he started doing it. And then when I started dating him, I slowly started, you know, just like you said, sampling his vape. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I would take a puff. But I would not say that I was addicted to it at all for maybe the first year. Mm-hmm. But then what happened was he went home for maybe five days to see his family. Maybe it was for some holiday. And I found myself really, really craving it. So at that point, I ordered myself a vape. And ever since then, it's been a roller coaster ride. And now I, I really can't go longer than an hour without wanting it. Yeah. You have the one that you can put new cartridges in all the time. Yes. So the one that I have is called a Caliburn. And it's chargeable. It's rechargeable and uh, you can buy pods for it and you buy liquid for it and you can refill it. And it's incredible. I mean, I'm not out here trying to get people hooked on the vape, but as far as vapes go, it's pretty pretty good. But that's how I started. I, I was... Like I said, never a smoker. I really started as like a social thing when I was out with my boyfriend or when I was with his friends. You know, Mm -hmm. he is friends with a lot of people who vape. And it was a really slippery slope. And I really don't, I've never felt like I was addicted to anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And and now it's gotten to a point where I really want to quit. But the main issue for me is that how can I quit? And have withdrawal symptoms while my boyfriend is still an active vapor. How is that going to happen? How am I not going to have a mental breakdown seeing him rip on the vape when I can't? Well, maybe he would sober in solidarity with you like Lindsay and Carl on Summer House. I don't watch Summer House, so I don't get that reference, but I trust you. Um, Did they quit vaping or smoking? Um, Carl is like completely sober from drugs Mm. and alcohol and like, I don't know, it's like a storyline right now that some of the people are like, why isn't Lindsay drinking? And it's like, she's supporting her boyfriend. Oh yeah. I mean, and that happens a lot too. You know, I actually stopped drinking and Andy still drinks. He doesn't drink that much, but Mm -hmm. socially he definitely drinks. But to me, that is not as difficult or as daunting as the idea of quitting vaping because vaping is an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. The drinking is just an occasional thing that, and and also yeah. I don't really crave it. You I wouldn't really ever be drinking while we were recording a podcast, but like we're always vaping in the studio. Exactly. I just looked it up. The e-cigarette was invented in 2003 by a Chinese pharmacist um, who likely developed the device to serve as an alternative to conventional smoking. And then many vape companies consider 2010 to be the year that vaping's popularity exploded. 
That feels right to me. That feels right. And I used to see people with these huge devices. And I actually think it was considered to be a pretty dorky thing. At least I thought it was kind of a dorky thing. You know, it it wasn't like um, a cool, sleek cigarette. You know, it it was it was a big, chunky device that you didn't walkie talkie. Yeah, it was like a Nextel. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, you know, so I never really I never really thought it was appealing or cool Mm -hmm. or anything like that until they got sexier looking (laughs) right now they're super sexy I mean I feel like ever since the jewel came out that's when people started really vaping it became less of a niche thing and more of a mainstream thing Mm. but but I I don't think it's (laughs) I don't think it really helps me. I I do think that it helps people quit smoking, which is a, you know, the first step in a positive direction. But for me, I feel like I really regressed because I never smoked. And now this is another element of it because nicotine is a stimulant. Mm -hmm. And so I feel those effects. I mean, I've mentioned this before, but I have ADHD Mm -hmm. and it's been impossible for me to get prescribed medication as an adult. Um, And I know that a lot of people have had this experience. Doctors don't want to overprescribe Adderall and such. Um, So I really do use it while I'm working to Mm. sustain focus and attention. And do you think that's a placebo effect though? Like, you know, I really don't. I really do think that nicotine has the same effect on the brain or not, maybe not the same, but similar to, let's say, caffeine. Caffeine is a stimulant just like nicotine is. Um, so I really do notice. I think part of it is that I can take a little break and physically, you know, take a puff and then go back to my work. But I do also notice mentally being able to focus on one thing for longer. Wait, listen. It says nicotine doubles the rate at which the body depletes caffeine. This is because nicotine interferes with the body's ability to absorb and utilize caffeine. That's why it takes a smoker more coffee to get the same buzz as a non-smoker. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. See, we should do this at home all the time. I can just sit here Googling. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. 
Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Here's a question. I mean, I, I assume the answer is yes, but have you thought about quitting? Okay, so funnily enough, I have been having a very, like, sore throat um, and... We've talked about how I've wanted to cut down on weed, um, but at the same time, I'm vaping too. So I'm never like, oh, which one is the one that's doing it to me? I'm like, it's probably both. So like about a week ago, I was just like at my wits end with the sore throat. And I was like, I got to go cold turkey on both of them for a day, like just for the throat, but also mentally to see if I could. And I did, which was crazy to me and might be crazy to some people listening because they're like, you always sound like you really have problems. And I, in my head, think I really always do too. But yeah, it was, it was not, I did think about it, you know, like I kept looking at it, but there was the physical element of my throat physically hurting. So I would just be like, no, it's like really not worth it. And I kept just drinking like water like taking sips of water and it's funny because it was when we were preparing for the almond mom episode and I was like this is so funny I'm literally doing the things that like almond moms tell their kids to do instead of eating like just drink water or whatever or like think about why you want to suck the vape (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. Um, and I did I started thinking I was like yeah in this moment I'm I'm wanting to suck the vape because I am bored. I'm wanting to suck the vape because I I was cleaning my room that day and like cleaning Ben's space too. Like I want to do it because I'm tired of cleaning. So I want a reason to just like take a break. Um, But then instead I would just take a break. I would just sit down and take a glass of water and whatever. And like, um, yeah, I made it to five o'clock. Okay, but that's but you get up early, so that's I get actually... up at five o'clock. <laughs> so yeah, no. 
but that really is impressive. I made that it to that is impressive to me. <laughs> to go to go cold turkey, it that's impressive to me. Mm-hmm. I have not done it for a day. I actually have had that experience too, where I had mm-hmm. a sore throat, and you really don't want to vape no. because it just irritates the throat, yeah. right? So I would be sucking on uh, cough drops and really not reaching for it that much. But I will say by the time mid-afternoon comes around, I have a headache, Mm -hmm. a really bad headache. Mm. And I know that it's a nicotine headache. Interesting. Yeah. So here's the thing. I've heard about all the withdrawal symptoms. Do we want to go through some of them? (laughs) Yeah, I I think we should go through some of them. I think this could be helpful for anybody who's thinking about quitting. I mean, first of all, we started compiling a list trying to think of all the reasons why people even vape. Yeah. And I already said one of them, you know, some people are addicted to nicotine. Some people are addicted to cigarettes and they don't want to be inhaling the carcinogens Mm -hmm. from the cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So rather than quitting cold turkey, they will go to the vape. And Mm -hmm. I think it has been proven to be really effective for that, for quitting cigarettes. To get you onto the next thing. (laughs) However, there are also people like me who start vaping because it is a stimulant. Nicotine is a stimulant. It helps maintain focus and alertness. There's also a social aspect of vaping. You know, I you're at a party. I love the social aspect. It's I literally, so fun. Whenever I think about quitting, I'm like, what, what about like the next time I'm out like at a comedy club? Like, I get so excited when people have their new vapes. Like somebody had like, like I am currently using an elf bar and someone had mm-hmm. a different flavor. And I was like, what flavor are you sucking on? And they're like, <laughs> pineapple, like mango, strawberry. What are you sucking on? I'm like, Malibu. They're like, you want to swap? Like it's like having like something to swap at the lunch table or something. Like, it, you know, like it makes you yeah, more socially no, totally. involved. It, do you think if you weren't able to get flavored Vapes, like if you could only have tobacco flavor, let's say, do you think you would still go for it? Or no, do you I think the, the flavors are part Although, of it? Although I don't know, because I have this one friend who still smokes a jewel and has a tobacco jewel. And I'll always take hers when we're together. And then after I always have that regret that I'm like, oh, this makes me feel like it hurts my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know, Jewel is not legally allowed to sell the flavors anymore. They can only right. sell, I think, mint. Or, you know, they might have actually discontinued the mint. It might just be tobacco flavor now. And that is because young children were attracted to the different flavors of the vapes and, you know, still yeah. are. But you can still get them. I still get flavored juices. I order them online. They, you can still get them. They just aren't the jewel brand. There are a lot of alternative brands now that you can get. But yeah. I I actually do agree with that, that the flavors make it really attractive to younger people and to children. And so I've given that a lot of thought. And I think it's probably a step in a, in a positive direction of because course. they're trying to keep them on the market for people who really need them. And those people are uh, people who want to quit smoking. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is when uh, they stopped advertising camel cigarettes with the cartoon camel because it was like, yes. who is the cartoon camel for? It's for children. Clearly for children. adult that likes children things. And I still watch all my Hayao Miyazaki movies. So I also oh. like a flavored vape. 
I love that you brought up Miyazaki, Spirited Away, forever. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) One more thing that I wanted to touch on, though, and that this is very much related to the content of this podcast. Yes. I do feel like a lot of people use the vape as an appetite suppressant. And this Mm. is something that I personally have noticed. I told you this. Every time I go to a restaurant, if I get there a little early or they won't seat me right away and I'm starving and mm-hmm. I'm, my belly is churning and I, I really need something, I will stand outside and rip on the vape. Yeah. And it does curb my appetite. Yeah. So I know that people are using it for that reason. Yeah. Do you know when I do it too? Is like we've been trying all these workout classes. I'll do it the second I get out of a class and into the street. I'm like sucking down on it. And now that you're saying this, I'm like, I'm probably like hungry. Yeah. Well, I think you're hungry, but also you just exerted a lot of energy. So you feel like you need to calm down a little bit. Yeah. That too. Because that's another thing. If I am anxious. Yeah. It's the first thing I go to. Yeah. So I think the appetite thing could be a problematic use of the vape. A hundred percent. I do also think that if I were to stop vaping, I probably might snack a little more Mm -hmm. because of that oral fixation. I would probably reach for more snacks. I might gain a little weight Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, I'm comfortable with the idea of gaining a little weight, but I know that there are plenty of people that probably think, oh man, if I quit vaping, then I'm going to end up eating a lot more and I'm going to gain all this weight. And that's a very real anxiety that I, I'm sure people have. For sure. I mean, I think we're trying to undo a lot of that anxiety with this podcast, just kind of making it right. a little less high stakes. You know, if you're trying to do something for your health and we will go through like the side effects that we know about as of now, mm-hmm. but I, like you're stopping something, right? And it's either for your physical health or it's for your mental well-being or it's for your wallet. These elf bars are $25. Like, yeah, they're expensive. That's a pretty penny. Um, so I think anytime you're like, oh, but I might gain weight in order for me to like successfully remove something from my life. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, because it's going to happen at, at some point. Do you want to keep investing in the vape life? And va- sometimes you do. That's that's another reason why I'm happy we're doing this episode because you can never tell people like it's time to quit just the way that you can't tell people to go to therapy or start working out. Like people have to be ready to do it. And a lot of that readiness, I think, just comes from like conversations or like thinking about it initially and kind of getting a feeler with your friends or like doing it with a buddy. Like if I'm sure if we were to quit together, that would be like fun. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe we would just like be at each other's throats. Yeah. It would be like the most violent DST we've ever had. We come in sober. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but that is such a good point because I don't know if I'm if I'm really ready, because I tell myself that I want to quit. But if Mm -hmm. I really wanted to quit, wouldn't I have not packed my vape on this trip? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't I, I don't know, throw it out? Wouldn't I stop ordering pods? I, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, sometimes you do need that extra push. But I do also at times feel like, okay, well, maybe I just need to be a little easier on myself and let 
let this run its course. Because yeah. another thing is, like I said, I stopped drinking this year. Yeah. How many things am I going to cut out of my life? And also, how do I measure what is harmful against what else is more harmful for me? Like, yeah, I can't quit everything at once. It's going to just move into something else. And that's fair. I just think for you right now, it is taking up a lot of mental space, um, which is okay. I think that is the beginning of like, you're, you're reminding me of a lot of people when uh, people are body shamed or whatever. I'm always thinking like, you don't know what goes on in their head. You don't know if they're thinking every day like, oh, I feel really bad about this, my lifestyle. I feel really bad about the way I'm eating. Like people could be feeling that way. And then like you sneering at them being like, ugh, disgusting vapor. Like, you, like she thinks that in her head already and she's trying to yes. get there eventually. And thinking about it is the first part Yes, yes. And trust me, you guys, I know how disgusting it is. And I know how uncool I look when I do it. Oh, please. Actually, somebody wrote in and we're going to get to we asked the listeners if they've had experience quitting vaping. Um, And somebody wrote in that she cringes when she thinks about how she looked when she used to vape. And I totally relate to that because sometimes Mm. I'm like, oh, is this kind of cringy that I'm doing this? Like, and I, I don't know why I feel that way, but sometimes I do. I think the cringe is the least of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I just thought it was funny that somebody wrote that because I have had that thought before. You also mentioned having ADHD. I do as well. Um, and when I was talking about like that thinking is the, a really big part of it. I've always said that when it comes to any work I do, like my mom, when I was younger, would be like, have you started that essay that's due in like a week? And I'd be like, oh, I've been thinking about it. And I'm not just thinking, I'm not just thinking about starting it. I'm thinking about it. I'm considering the things I'm going to do, what it's going to be about, how I'm going to put it in or whatever. And then as an ADHD person, you know that you just, you do the thing in crunch time. But the thinking is a very, and preparation is a very big part of it. So maybe this is just where you are at, where I'm at, that we're just kind of considering it and being like, how is this going to affect our lives? Are we going to have to move certain things around? Like, how will I socialize if I can't bum? Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're the only one I know who's who uses the term bum sucks <laughs> bum sucks well I, I I just call it sucks for some reason because I think it's like funny like I'll be like oh you want to go around the corner and suck <laughs> yeah or sometimes you'll like if you're uh if you forget yours you'll mm-hmm. ask me can I have some of your suck <laughs> give me your suck <laughs> and at first I had no idea what you were talking about <laughs> I thought as it was long sexual as I wasn't or like suck me yeah it wasn't like a- <laughs> suck me off yeah <laughs> God. Yuck. Why does she always have to take it there? <laughs> Why do you always need to take it there? I didn't even mean to. It was actually me. I, I'm the one who said suck you off. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is about that expression, but sucking you off or suck me off is so funny to me. Like it's, it's the funny. funniest. Um euphemism for fellatio like I I, something about it just makes me lose it Um, yeah (laughs) like can I come over and suck you off (laughs) Jesus (laughs) I'm sorry I'm dying I'm dying um (laughs) all right we both need to catch our breath yeah but 
I, I do agree with you. I think jumping into something cold turkey is often a recipe for failure because you do really need to think about these things and process them. Even my cold turkey day, I had been thinking about it for three days. Wow, my throat really hurts. Oh, my throat really hurts. Maybe I should do something about, you know, like. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be inhaling vapor into my lungs. Be inhaling chemicals. Exactly. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with athletic brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, athletic brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Well, you know, if we're gonna talk about the withdrawal symptoms, it, mm -hmm. it is something to be aware of. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest one, and, and the one that I said I've noticed, even if I stop for a whole day, feeling irritable, restless, or jittery. Mm -hmm. I mean, that has happened to me. I, I, It's almost like PMS for me. I just feel a little bit irritable, a little bit bitchy. <laughs> and 
the other one that I feel that I think is very common is a headache. And I'm talking mm-hmm. a splitting headache. Mm-hmm. And that is withdrawal from the nicotine. You know what's fucked up is I was fine this morning. Like that, that first hit I tried to hit is during this conversation. As we've been talking about it more, I've been like, oh my God, I want to plug this thing in. Oh my God, I need to recharge this. Like, I wish I could give you some of my suck through the screen. I know. <laughs> Too bad I can't. But yeah, okay, so withdrawals. So other withdrawal symptoms include sweating. Mm-hmm. I have not experienced that, but I have heard that from other people. Mm-hmm. Feeling sad or depressed, mm-hmm. um, anxiety, mm-hmm. fatigue, or brain fog, mm-hmm. um, trouble thinking clearly or concentrating, and trouble sleeping. I haven't experienced that, but I've never, you know, stopped doing it for longer than a day or I've never gone 24 hours without doing it. So I I wouldn't know. But that would make it really hard to quit. If if that affected my sleep, I could see myself just rolling over in bed and reaching for it and being like, fuck this. I need to go to sleep. Mm. Yeah, totally. I okay. what I will say about this list of withdrawals is. Withdrawals happen, you know, anytime you're cutting out a substance uh, that you do constantly. Um, You can get withdrawal, I feel like, from certain foods, right? Like, it's not like as physical, but it's like at least a mental like, oh, I miss that. Oh, yeah. And you know what? If even if it is a mental withdrawal, that still counts. You know, (laughs) that's still you feeling the effects of not having something. Yeah. But all of this is to say, like, with a a vaping withdrawal or a other t- like other types of drugs, these symptoms go away once your body gets more acclimated to not having it anymore. Like, it's not going to be the rest of your life you can't sleep or you get the sweats or whatever. It's going to be like a considerable amount of time. No. Um, but the point is to not have these feelings anymore and like I do think my my vaping does exacerbate my headaches I think like the daily irritability I feel if I don't have it I once got into a massive fight with somebody because I was already like feeling like weird about something that they had said and I was like can I just get your vape and they were like ask nicely (gasps) and okay mom and made me like feel very like I don't know, like under pressure in the moment, but also I was already like Jones in and stuff. And I was like, why would you do this to me? Like I like short circuited. Did they give it to you? I honestly don't fucking remember. I got so. Oh, you were in such a haze from the whole experience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I I mean, the irritability is. Because we were talking about abortion rights. I'm sorry. I was, I have to explain this. It wasn't like. Oh, you were talking. Okay. Yeah. And it was somebody. This like just something got that, way more complicated. No, but it's it didn't. I just have to explain why I was already so heightened at that point. You know, and I was just like, okay, please, can you just give me that? I need to like, breathe. And I need to, what, well, ask nicely, say please, whatever. Like it was like fifteen seconds of kind of goading me as well. So, but that combined with withdrawals, I don't know how you get yourself into these situations. Actually, I do. I do. It's because you're very outspoken. 
and opinionated, which is, I love that about you, but that's, that sounds like a nightmare situation for everyone involved. I mean, it's a friend. I have, I have conversations that I care about with people. Yeah, no, there, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. So on the subject of having friends or romantic partners who vape, does Ben vape? You said that sometimes he'll take some and he'll think and he'll say, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. Does he have his own or do you share one? He doesn't have his own. And he's always like, you need to quit that. Like, that is so bad. So, and he's he's been trying to ease off in the weed respect too. I know we're not talking about weed today, but 420 is coming soon. And he's been trying to get on like the edible train. And I'm like, that's so great. But there is just something like you eat an edible for a second. Like for me, I think it really is the oral fixation. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was on edibles for a while. That makes it sound like a way harder drug <laughs> than it actually is. You just like we're in your couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So I switched to edibles for a while and I, I was getting really into them. But then I started smoking weed again and I was like, wow, I like this so much better. And I kind of had to come to grips with the fact that I do enjoy the act of smoking. Yeah. And um, there is something about it. You're so right. I've enjoyed the act of smoking since candy cigarettes. Oh, I remember candy cigarettes, the bubble gum kind. Yes. With the like powdery sugar. Yes, Mm. bitch. Tasted like shit. Yes, maybe I should try to <laughs> wean myself off with those. Maybe. You know, if we're ready to move on, I would love to read some of these responses from the listeners because yeah. they were giving us some tips. Oh, great. We asked them a question on the Instagram. If you've quit vaping, what were the withdrawals actually like? And um, I mean, would you like to read some of these off? Okay. The first one that hit me was, it was brutal. If I saw somebody with a vape, I would immediately plan how to hit it. Yep. Somebody said, more energy. My skin is better. Only good things since quitting. Fun. Well, that's very reassuring. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with my hand and my mouth anymore. I literally. Yeah. We need like fidget spinners. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to start munching sunflower seeds like that dude from Holes. Maybe. Somebody said that it was horrible withdrawals, sweaty, bad dreams, irritable, thinking about it all the time. That's how I feel about Scandival. I just have (laughs) dreams about it. You've been waking up in a cold sweat. Ben literally this morning goes, oh, my God, I had dreams about Howie Mandel because he interviewed Tom. (laughs) I forgot about Howie Mandel. Oh, man, Um, he did a bad interview, bro. Really? Oh, I need to watch it. It's really bad. Um, Yeah. So this is the response that I was referring to. Mm. The only withdrawal I had was embarrassment that I ever vaped to begin with. So cringy now. Oh, my God. You guys in the cringe. You know, I do think it's a a tiny bit judgmental, but I I just I relate to it because sometimes I think about how I look when I'm doing it. And I think that that must not be a great look. Yeah. I caught myself in uh, the camera here doing it. And uh-huh. I was like, that's it's not great. It's like watching yourself bite your nails. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, do that in private. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we can we can read a few more. Somebody said it sucked. I did it when I would drink. So every time I drank, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. I quit cold turkey. Honestly, if you quit cold turkey, hats off to you that's amazing yeah but the thing is with cold turkey for me is like 
then I feel the need to like start and stop my sobrieties, you know, like if I have like a flub. Whereas if you're like, yeah. I'm easing off, like I'm weaning out. Right. So you mean like if you want it and you you cave one time, you feel like a failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like I'm the same way. When I did it the other day, I was like, until nighttime, you know? And right. then maybe right. for the next time, it'll be like, let's see if we can do it for three days. So with my new puppy, as he gets older, he can spend more time alone in the crate. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, he spends two hours in the crate. And You're then puppy maybe- training yourself. Right. I'm puppy training myself. I'm spending two hours in the crate, but maybe next week I I can spend three hours in the crate Mm -hmm. and be fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. One more. So this person said actual withdrawal, i.e. the first two days were like bad PMS. That's exactly what I said. It Mm. feels like PMS. Irritable, frustrated, wanted to cry. But the true feeling is real hunger. Being well-fed and rested was crucial to success. Interesting. And quitting brought up body and food insecurities I had moved past years before vaping. Yeah, uh. and, and this is a concern of mine as well. I, I worry that, you know, if I stop, then I will have the urge to eat more. And I will try not to judge myself, but I... I I fear that it will be hard to separate the two. That's really interesting, Emily. Like, I don't, you shouldn't worry about eating more. I thought you. No, I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't because I'm fine. I'm fine. I mean, and I know that this is not the subject of this episode, but. No, but it is why it ties in. If anybody's thinking like, why a vaping episode? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's something that like, if I don't vape, Am I just going to be eating candy all the time? And is that good for me? And is that, you know, is vaping worse for me than eating candy all the time would be? And, you know, is there really a difference? Oh, God, I eat candy all the time and vape. (laughs) Listen, I eat candy, too, but that's the problem. I fear that I'm going to be downing Hershey Kisses every time I want to vape. Well, I'm I'm interested to see what the... uh like what you're craving, is it necessarily going to be something that's like high in sugar? I don't know. Not necessarily. I don't I know think, why we think that. Like, I think that's just where my mind goes because that's where your mind goes. Yeah. It's anxiety. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of policing your foods morally right now. Yeah, I know that. And I know that I'm not perfect. And no, no, sometimes- I know. I'm just saying like, these are things that like we are working through. Right. So mm-hmm. like, if your body tells you that you're going to need more candy to get off the vape and the, you want to get off vaping, then your body's going to tell you the right thing, I think. Um, that being said, if you're trying to do a cold turkey or whatever, stock your house with foods that you would feel comfortable going to town on. It's a good suggestion. Yeah. Thanks. I. And, you know, if I really go through with this, I will keep you guys abreast of that whole aspect of it because I really I really do feel like it ties in. I never started vaping because I thought it would keep me skinny like mm. that. That was never even a concern. Mm-hmm. But now that it's come time that I want to quit. Yeah. These intrusive thoughts yeah. are really bugging me. No, it's OK. And I'm glad that you're like being honest about it, because I think a lot of the time people hear this podcast and of us attempting to have unlearned all of our fat phobia and attempting, 
you know, to be so, so positive. And it's like, we're attempting that because our brains come from very, very negative places. Exactly. So one person said, I've quit and started several times. It's mostly just boredom, to be honest, um, which is a big me thing that I'm just like, I'm just bored or I'm just wanting the day to go faster. You know, that I'm just like, I just need it to be like nighttime already. And it's not appropriate. Wait a second. Tasks that you do every day. Do they remind you of like the monotony of everyday life? Because sometimes I feel like even washing my face and brushing my teeth. Emily, have we not talked about my brushing teeth on we? Well, I we have talked about br- you brushing your teeth, but is that the reason that you don't like brushing your I teeth? I literally get depressed over mundane everyday tasks. And again, this could be an ADHD thing with us. But yes, it reminds me of the monotony of life and <laughs> that we just have to keep doing this and that it's a total slog. And usually, yeah, it's bo- it's boredom, but it's depression too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's tied in because it's kind of like, it's not so much that, no, no, it is. It is. Like, I'm trying to make the day go by faster. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, it's kind of like, um, I, like, I feel like I have a broken leg and the vape is the crutch that I lean on to get through the day sometimes. Yeah, for me, the vape is like a time turner that like- <laughs> Like I'll Harry Potter? Like, yeah, exactly. Like a few more turns and then it'll be, I can go to sleep. Yeah, like it's almost a way to mark the passage of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, so sorry. Before, before we got into our depressive episode, there was basically one more just being like, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands or my mouth. Like- yeah. Get a harmonica. (laughs) (laughs) You want to be even more cringy than you are already? Literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, no, I don't I don't ever know what to do with my hands and mouth. I pick my nails. Mm -hmm. I I have really like nervous habits. I remember in high school, I made a speech in class. Uh, I took a I took a public speaking mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. And we had to give feedback on everybody's speech. So I give the speech and I actually felt like I did a pretty good job. I'm pretty good at public speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the comments that somebody gave me is you were picking at your pants. You were picking at your jeans mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that I was doing it. Now I'm hyper aware of it and I have been ever since high school when that happened because when I'm talking or when whatever, when my brain is engaged and my mouth is moving, Mm -hmm. my hands don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I will pick at little things on my clothes. I will pick at my nails, my cuticles. I will uh, if I'm wearing jewelry, I'll be playing with the jewelry. Yep. And so it does quell that a little bit, a lot bit, actually. Have you ever heard the word stimming? No. Okay, so stimming is a thing. They uh, Everybody stims. Um, it's repetitive or unusual movements or noises. Stimming seems to help some autistic children and teenagers manage emotions and cope with overwhelming situations. It's not just autism. It's like people with ADHD do it too. Um, I, I do Neurodivergent. A, neurodivergent, yeah. I do a weird stim where like if I see a really like hard leaf or whatever, I'll pick it and crack it down the middle until it can't crack into any more pieces. 
every oh, paperclip. I oh, it's amazing. Every paperclip I come across, I deconstruct and crack oh, apart, yeah. and I'm always playing with it. When uh, I don't post a lot of stand up because I'm always playing with my jacket or touching my face or whatever, and I'm like, I don't want my stims to like. Well, yeah, because it reads nervous. Yeah. And maybe it totally. is. Yeah, no, it is a nervous habit. Somebody asked the other day, like, if our full episodes are on YouTube. And I was like, you wouldn't want to see that shit. Like, we're just like. <laughs> Do you want to see like, me staring I'm, like, into space my and Remy off. picking at her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah another thing. I- I've actually gotten much better at this playing with my hair. Mm-hmm. Because it looks so bad. It's so distracting. Mm-hmm. Um. And I have gotten a little better at that too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, totally stimming. I'm so happy I know that word now. When Mm -hmm. I'm at a restaurant, if there are napkins nearby, you better move them the fuck away from me because I will turn them into confetti. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Uh, I will rip them up into oblivion until they are so small that not even the most powerful vacuum cleaner could get it all up. Same. Also a stim of mine is... I will, if there's a candle at a dinner table, first I will dunk all of my digits in and I'll make molds of my fingertips. I can't stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I leave the little molds on the table and then eventually I will crush the molds one by one and then I shovel them back up into the candle. <laughs> so that it remelts into the wax. Yeah. That's good. You don't want to leave your fingerprints lying around. So true. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So these stims that we're mentioning are quite annoying. And now I'm trying to think of ones that are A, silent. 
you know, and don't involve ruining other stuff. And so we asked people vaping alternatives that they have tried. Um, people said nicotine gum, CBD cigarettes. Um, I know one of my friends tried to do like one of those Foria CBD sucks, but then you're on CBD all day, which I don't know if you necessarily want that. Right. Chewing gum, reading, scheduling activities for myself so I stayed busy, coffee straws, and my first thought goes to like, oh, biting them so that they're into a circle. I don't know if anybody's ever done that. That's a big one for me. Um, Interesting. This person said, I inhale through one, hold the air in your lungs for as long as you like and exhale. So you feel like you're having a little smoke. But you're just sucking air through a straw. But you're sucking air. It's actually the thing that they used to give to us like in eighth grade that they were like, do you want to know what emphysema feels like? Suck through a coffee straw. Did you guys not do that? No, I've oh. never even heard of that. Yeah, that was supposed to scare us off from smoking. And now we all vape. Um, I, it worked real well. Yeah. Clearly. Running. Zin nicotine patches. Crying. <laughs> crying. <laughs> crying is my favorite stim. That's probably what I would go to, I think. Yeah. And I, I like the one that's sucking through a straw. I might try that. Although I don't know. It seems like it seems like one of those things where like you're trying to trick yourself, but you're smarter than that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and if we're talking cringe, like it's like, oh, here's Remy with her fucking coffee straw again, standing outside the comedy club with everybody else smoking, and she's got this coffee straw. <laughs> Looking like Audrey Hepburn from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Oh, my God. I would get one of those little holders, too. Yeah. Oh, so chic. And work gloves. Um, you know, one thing that is not on here. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, no, it, it is on here. The 0% vape. This is something that I have heard of. They make liquid that you can put in your vape that has zero nicotine in it. It just has a flavor. So that is something that I actually have considered before. Um, The only thing is I feel kind of silly spending money on just a flavor. No, let's do this. Let's do that. I I feel like that would be the best. uh, Neither of us is actually addicted to the nicotine. Yes, we are. But like also, no, we're not. I think I am. No, you're not. I I really like, like you are. You know what? The way that you are so confidently telling me I'm not is actually helping me. Like, like I don't even want the vapor. That's right the now. thing. I'm saying you are, you are. You're definitely, yes, we are. But like you're not. Because you could also like I f- let's do it. Let's you and me just get these ones and that's what we'll do. You know what? I'm down. Like, who cares? Because here's the I'm thing. Down. We haven't read the problems with the vapes that we're currently uh, using. So vaping research from Johns Hopkins Medicine. E-cigarettes uh, heat nicotine extracted from tobacco, flavorings and other chemicals to create an aerosol that you can inhale. Like already that sounds bad. An aerosol that you can inhale. Um, yeah, like from a can? Yeah. Regular tobacco the stuff cigarettes. stuff that destroys the ozone layer? Yeah. Regular tobacco cigarettes contain 7,000 chemicals, many of which are toxic. When While we don't know exactly what these chemicals are in e-cigarettes, 
this researcher says there's almost no doubt about vaping exposes you to fewer toxic chemicals than smoking traditional cigarettes. Okay, well, that's good. These are, why is they really saying good things? Um, however, there has been an outbreak of lung injuries and deaths associated with vaping. In February 2020, the Centers for Disease Controls, hashtag CDC, uh, and Prevention confirmed 2,807 cases of e-cigarette or vaping use associated lung injury um, and 68 deaths attributed to that condition. These cases appear to predominantly affect people who modify their vaping devices or use black market modified e-liquids. I think that's what you mentioned with the cutting that's at the beginning. That's what I use, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it said this is especially true for vaping products containing THC. Um, the CDC has identified vitamin E acetate as a chemical of concern among, this is what you said. Yes. Yes. But again, that's THC ones. But I, listen, okay, the way that I don't think we're addicted, I also firmly believe that what we're doing is unhealthy currently. It's not. It's not. And you know how I know that it's not? After, you know, doing a little too much during the day, I wake up with a horribly sore throat. That could not be good for me. That can't be right. good for me. No. And it hurts. Okay. So you know what we're going to do? This is what I'm <laughs> proposing. I'm going to propose okay. something. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to find, you know, the highest rated, the best reviewed, 0% nicotine vape juice. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to buy some mm -hmm. to sample. And we can both try it mm -hmm. for, let's say, a week. A week. I feel like we could break this habit in a week. Knock on wood. But see, here's the other thing. If you guys don't want to do our method and you're thinking about vaping too, like don't discount cold turkey. Like some people have done it and they do it if famously. If you're strong and you can do it. I have a friend who just got surgery uh, and it's sinus stuff. So she cannot vape or smoke or anything. And her boyfriend has been doing it in solidarity with her because he's just like, I mean, this person is recovering from surgery. Like, I'm not going to, like, exacerbate this pain more. Um, and it's been two weeks for them. And they've been cold turkey. And they're fine. Do they feel great? Let me text them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can let me know. But I yeah. feel like, I, I mean, I might do this and I might. I might look back and think, why did I ever do that? I feel so much better now. I don't, I, I mean, I don't notice myself feeling terrible on a daily basis, but it's one of those things that you get used to it. And then when you stop doing it, sometimes you feel like a new woman. Yeah. Well, also I'm thinking about, I'm like, why do they need to put nicotine in vapes? Like all we really want is like the oral fixation and like the pretending to smoke or whatever. And it's like, it's the companies trying to keep their consumer base because nicotine is addictive. I mean, sh sure. And they want people to be addicted to them. I don't, yeah. I don't discount that at all. But it, it also does help people quit yes. cigarettes. Yes, yes, think, yes. You know, that's important to keep in mind. Yes, no, 100% yes. But I'm thinking like people like us who were not addicted to nicotine, I'm like, these companies don't need to worry about losing us if they make a virgin option, you know? Mm -hmm. Like just make one for the, the, the stimmers. Yes, we need a stimming And vape. I guess that's a 0%. A state. Honestly, if it was like... um kind of squishy like the handle of a Conair hairbrush, that would be the <gasps> best stimming vape. Wait a second. Did we just think of a million dollar business idea? I did, but you can glob on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is under the Diet Starts Tomorrow uh, intellectual Umbrella. properties. Okay, so, yeah. got it. Should we do a little reflection on the past week? Yes. We have a new segment this week called Sweet or Salty, presented by Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. I love it. So does Emily. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop popcorn brings you a boom of bold, craveable flavor that you can enjoy at any time on any occasion, whether you're taking a snack-sized bag on the go or unwinding with your favorite flavor and favorite show at the end of the day. Boom Chicka Pop is the perfect delicious snack. Now, let's share what moments of our week have been sweet or salty. Emily? Yeah, so I'm actually visiting family in Arizona right now. So I've had some sweet Mm -hmm. and salty moments. My sweet moment would have to be going on a tour of Sedona in a pink Jeep. I felt like Barbie and it was incredible. So that's my sweet moment. And boy, was it sweet. My salty moment would definitely be the fact that I missed my flight on Saturday. (gasps) And I've never missed a flight before in my life, but I missed the flight by about 10 minutes. They wouldn't let me get on the plane and I had to rebook for the next day. Oh my God. That's my sweet and salty moment of the week. What was yours? Okay, so last week was Passover. Uh, I love that both of our moments have family involved. Our Seder... This is, I'm going to start with salty because that's how you start the Seder. Our Seder, the rabbi who was like doing it, it was like a big hall of families. So like usually if you're by yourself, you have like your own Seder. This guy was running the whole thing. This man took so long that at two hours in, we were only getting our soup, which is crazy. And the brisket was like overcooked because the speech had gone so long. That was the salty moment. But the sweet moment was the fact that my entire family bonded through suffering, as Jews do. (laughs) We do love to suffer. Yeah, it was cute. And we had a fun time. Well, happy Pesach. Happy belated Pesach. When it comes to snacking, sweet and salty is the perfect combination. With delicious, bold flavors like sweet and salty kettle corn, white cheddar, and sea salt, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop is the perfect match for every craving. My personal favorite flavor is the kettle corn. I'm absolutely addicted to it, and I got a giant bag of it. It's so good. It's so, so good. And I personally like to eat it with a root beer, Mm. a really vanilla kind of flavored soda goes really well with it. But that's just me. You can try Angie's Boom Chicka Pop for yourself by visiting boomchickapop.com. That's B-O-O-M-C-H-I-C-K-A-P-O-P.com. That's it for today's episode. I hope that if you are a vapor, that maybe you got something out of this, or at least you can commiserate with us a little bit. If you're not a vapor and you've ever thought of starting, just start with a 0% if you really want to. Yes. And then you can still look cool. You can still be in the vaping circle at the party. You know, it's kind of a brilliant idea. Or look cringe. (laughs) Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com and follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. Guys, if you liked this episode, please write us a review and click five stars. Say something nice. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And we're always with you through thick and thin. 
Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.